Holy Reckoning Batman. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Oh, Batman being a little sassy, you know. Ah, I'm liking it though, especially with uh, with that opening part too, which gives a little uh, a nice little um, showing the relationship that uh, that Dick and Bruce have when they're their alter egos. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I'm Cruz Dave the Film Junkie, and with me as always, Scott. What's going on, man? Yeah, if I knew if I knew it was going to take this long, I would have brought my homework. <laughs> There you go. You got all the lines right there. Oh my god, the lines. The, the lines. lines. Are great. I mean, <laughs> I think half my notes are just the quotable lines from right. this episode. What's going on? We got Venom. We got Pretty Fly for a Filipino guy, and we got Mr. Fear Jason and Mama Film Junkie is here. Hello. The first guest of the vodka stream. She had a great time. We all had a great time. It's great. What's going on there, Mr. Horror Boiled? Yes. Oh, geez. We're not talking about Bat Flick right now. Stop it. Okay, we're talking bat. We're talking Batman, but not we're not talking about that right now. Okay, let's uh, we, we, we actually we're talking about Robin. <laughs> yeah, we're talking more about Robin in this episode. Yes, guys, we are discussing, 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 discussing um, the first uh, part of Robin's Reckoning. And I think uh, last week when we started, you know, kind of, you know, our mouth started watering about, oh, yeah, we get to talk about this episode. We kind of talked about how, you know, when it came to learning dick grayson's backstory i would say that we this is our first for us at least getting a little history on what happened yeah yeah because yeah. You, know, you read that you know you don't get in the 66 show mm -hmm. you you know i didn't read the comics that would have told me this yeah and this is three years before batman forever exactly see you know what you know what's funny about batman forever and i remember listening to uh the commentary from uh from uh from Kevin Smith uh, for Kevin Smith and uh, who's his co-host? Um, uh, Mark Bernardin? Yeah, yeah, Mark Bernardin. No, it's okay, Mark, Mark Bernardin. Yeah, when they were doing a commentary about it, and I thought it was great. They did all the. I think they did all the Batman movies. Um, I think I yeah, but I remember I just put on their commentary, you know, in sync with watching it. He brought he brought up a good uh, uh something. I mean, as much as I loved like Chris O'Donnell as Dick Grayson, it would have had a better more of an impact especially like when the the graysons do fall to their deaths if it was a kid and not somebody who looks like they're almost 30, almost 30 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's when just something already about... nightwing age yes comes robin yeah that's the thing i mean like i mean you, especially that shot and it's like that beautiful kind of you know very uh schumacher type shot where you actually it's looking up and you see like the silhouette of him like you know, looking down and seeing what happened. Then you see the tears in his eyes. I'm like, man, if that was like a 12 year old boy, as, as opposed to a 25 year old man, I think it just would have had just a little bit more impact. So, you know, watching this episode and seeing like the young, you know, bright eyed Dick Grayson. I mean, they really make his eyes so freaking bright eyed. Well, they Woo. gave him like the, the, the pompadour, like they full yeah. on like yeah. Bob Kane, Dick Sprang. Like they made him <laughs> yeah. like, they were like, this is our one chance to go yeah. like old school Dick Grayson. And we're going to go for it. They really did, man. I mean, he just looks like a happy child in this. But yeah, I mean, for anybody like, uh, you know, that wanted to know the uh, the origin story of like pretty much Dick Grayson. I mean, yeah, this is where it started for us. And, it, you know, I mean, I don't even know which books were even had the origin story from even thinking Detective about it. Detective Comics number 38. 38. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. And then post-crisis, there was a retelling in the story arc known as Year 3. Okay. Because 
that's when they introduced Tim Drake into the comics because because the idea was that Tim Drake was there that night. Mm, that's and right. So, I think I've never heard about that. Yeah. And yeah. then that's how he starts to make the the connections because the whole point about Tim Drake is he figures out that you know yeah who's right. yeah no Tim Drake could have been that night he would have been too young but that was there's was a not... connection there okay okay but uh, but year three is the post crisis retelling of this but Detective Comics number thirty eight was the first time in the comics they introduced Robin's backstory and it's pretty much what we see what we have here yeah uh yeah and then um, we also would like to say too by the way uh rest in peace bob saget man we were just talking about that yeah. drinks man talk about just a shock to the wow died at 65 years old not to, i mean this was uh probably about three hours ago i would say i think it was like 4 p.m my time or maybe it was 4 p.m eastern time i don't know but anyways yeah that sucks i mean uh we were talking about you know this before i mean obviously full house america's funniest home videos and you know just just when he'd pop up in random movies the guy was hilarious i mean it was it was it was always amazing when it came to bob saget that you know when you, you see him you know him as danny tanner and obviously that's he's you know it's it's a family show but then he was raunchy oh his stand-up was holy whoa i mean it was a shock when you like hear him dropping f-bombs and just saying some just woof. but uh yeah he's just uh yeah an icon man and uh you know gone way too soon so yeah. maybe rest yeah. in peace what sucks man 2022 what the heck what are you doing already Anyways, Robin's Reckoning, yes, and I love winner that. of a 1993 Primetime Emmy Award for go. Outstanding Animated Program. So this mm -hmm. is interesting to me because we've already talked about Emmys before because Heart of Ice won a daytime Emmy for writing, but the yeah, entire episode wins a Primetime Emmy because this was one of those few episodes that when it aired, it originally aired on a Sunday night. Mm, okay. So it, so it qualified itself for the primetime Emmys. So that's interesting. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. So, oh, man. I, I, mean, I wonder how many times that did they, do we know how many times that they actually tried to do that? Or I, I mean, I'm assuming they just tried to do that for the, to try to get an award. They were like, hey, this is a good episode. And Let's it was it. also like some of the more mature, like, okay. So yeah. oh. the ones that I know off the top of my head, that were originally aired on Sunday nights and then later were the after school afternoons. Uh, they did it for On Leather Wings, of yeah. course. Uh, they did it for uh, this episode. Mm -hmm. I know they also did it for what we're going to talk about after we talk about part two, mm -hmm. which is The Laughing Fish. Mm, that's right, The Laughing Fish. Yes. Love that so, and there were a couple of others. Um, there's a, there's a, wikipedia page that i use to help keep track of okay. things and they have original air dates and they'll and they'll indicate whether uh, it was okay. a prime time airing or a you know an, an a after, normal a afternoon normal afternoon airing yeah yeah but this one won an emmy uh i wanted to point out it was writ both parts written by randy rogel who okay. this is only his second time writing episodes for the series but mm -hmm. you know what his first writing job on the series was huh 
Two-Face part one and part oh, two. Of course. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, one of the really, 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 really good ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Upset. But yeah. also kind of following the same thing where part one is really, really, really strong with spectrum yeah. animation. <laughs> and then part two is kind of oh, a, weird. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. uh, because part one is definitely and it's funny, Bruce, Tim and Eric Radomsky say the same thing I say, which is Robin's reckoning. Part one is like top five. Oh, yeah. Top it's five of the series. I mean, just the just the way it, that it starts on the, you know, they're kind of doing like a stakeout thing, a rooftop because uh, Batman caught wind of like something that's going to be happening at the, a building that's being made. You know, it's like, you know, they're like 30 stories up or whatever the hell. But it's just. I mean, you kind of get that, you know, you get more of that dynamic that Batman and uh, Robin dynamic, which is the fact that Robin is bored. <laughs> he's bored out, out of his mind. And he's just like chilling out on the gargoyle. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That's what I love that. too. <laughs> he's just like, and he's just saying like, uh, you know, he's just, he keeps on asking questions. And Batman's just like not having it anymore. He's just like, uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> well, he's got his binoculars uh -huh. and like yeah. not moving. From <laughs> yeah. Because it was funny because they called it, the, you know, he talked about being an extortion ring. And I think it's so yeah. interesting because at 10, I don't think I knew what extortion was. None of us did. No, <laughs> no but but it, but it is cool like to, to see that. And then and then finally, when the when when the goons show up, Robin couldn't be any more happy. Like he just he's just, oh, finally, we get to kick some butt. I mean, he literally but. said that. Yeah, I know. And, and I, I remember when it was like, oh, he said butt. Oh, he said kick some butt. Oh, but it's funny, too, because Batman being, you know, being the teachers like, hey, we're going to do this one by the book, you know, by the numbers. All right. And then, you know, but Dick is just he's just so happy that now he can do something and swing and do all the stuff and just having a uh, he was craving an adrenaline rush. And he's yeah, finally going to get I love it. How Batman's like. I'm glad we had this chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you get the right off the bat, right off the bat, pardon the pun. Um, you get you get that dynamic, that father son, I guess you could say dynamic that, you know, that that that's always been with like Bruce and, and, and Dick, which is great. But yeah. And then we have a nice little cool fight scene with these goons that man, like double press of suits, I, by the way. I just yeah. I know. <laughs> Yeah, what is it? one's got the like a top hat kind of thing. No, they got on. the first, that, well, I think one's got like a bowler, the other one's got yeah, a bowler. bowler that's right. They're both like there double, you. but they're both like they're all in like double breasts, dressed to the nines, dressed to the nines, man. And I mean, I tell you what, one of the things that again that they emphasize that that that, that that's that that animation that really emphasizes the fucking heights, man. The oh, heights, the, I'm sorry, this fight scene has always given me a little anxiety what? because. I put I put the big guy has good balance because <laughs> there's he like he takes a swing at Batman almost falls. I mean, again, they're 30 stories high on beams. It's like, holy shit. But he doesn't fall. I'm like, wow, big dude's got some good balance because you would think being a big dude taking a nice big giant swing and missing. You'd be just go right over the edge. I know. <laughs> and it was funny because I was listening to the commentary on this episode mm -hmm. with Bruce, Tim and Aerodomsky, and they commented on how much they loved how the, how Spectrum gave it that yes. that sense of height. And like, you know, you really get this sense of, you know, the city. And mm -hmm. I've always I've always loved this fight. The music is fun because of it's course. just like like it's got that. Play yeah. It's playful it's the way Robin is where it's like, anybody got a charge? I got one. How about Yahoo? <laughs> exactly. Just stuff like that. 
No, but yeah, I mean, there's even a part where Robin's kind of like hanging there too. And it just like, just the way that it looks down. I mean, yeah, it'll, if you got a little fear of heights, you're just going to start, you're going to be like, oh, I'm uncomfortable right there. Them off yeah. Things and they just happen to land where of there's course. something underneath them. Yeah, there's and... like what he's like, he kicks that one guy off into like the elevator, you know? Yes. Like, oh, good, good kick right there. I mean, it, uh, it definitely, uh, gets intense. And then you have Batman that just like, when um yeah the one guy's shooting like the nail gun at Robin and then Batman swoops in with like a I, I mean it's not really a wrecking ball it's like a one it's the a ball crane. With the yeah. crane yeah it's a crane with the ball with the hook but I mean that's broken ribs that's a broken sternum <laughs> if you get slammed into that Jesus Christ and then of course the fight uh uh um goes to like where because the other two guys like I guess you know get away but like now nah, they're let getting them the elevator because they one guy yeah they're getting, Come on. yeah exactly. <laughs> So he's like, no, let him. We got this guy right here. And then when this guy, he ends up standing on a beam that ends up it, that's on that hasn't been quite, you know, bolted uh, down. But, yes. Yes. Bolted down or whatever the hell. It's just like now it's spinning around. So you got this crazy. I mean, yeah. yeah. If you have a little bit of fair rights, it's this episode, this fight scene will make you kind of go, oh, oh, oh. I, I still love the fact that he's like grasping on, yeah. holding on, Good and grip, Batman man. starts questioning him. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not going to talk without my lawyer. Uh-huh. I was just like, suit yourself. Well, yep. And then they're like, come on. And then he's just, yeah, well, you can't leave me here. The cops wouldn't leave me here. And like, we're not the cops. It's like, hello. It's cool <laughs> stuff. And then all of a sudden he starts, uh, he starts wailing and he's, and he mentions the name Billy Marin. And, uh, and it's like, right as he does it too. It's like, and I love the fact that when he said the name, Dick already was like, all right, he said the name and he just pulls out like, you know, some rope and cause he knows he's like, all right, we're going to get the, and the guy's like starts falling, of course. And of course he, he gets him real quick, but yeah. Um, well, Batman's they, taken aback cause you can yeah. tell he rec- he's like Marin, like he recognizes yeah. the name. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and then I love it how Robin starts to interrogate him cause yeah. he's just like, okay. All right, we got it. So let's keep going here, you know. Yeah. And then, and then Batman just starts like, going. Well, like put nope. the ice on it, like immediately. Yeah. Go get the car. Yeah. So it's like right off the bat, if you're watching this fresh, you're kind of going, okay, something's up. There, something about that name struck a chord. Like Batman, obviously, like he said, he repeated it, and then now he's just like, no, get out of here, Robin. Get. And then of course, Robin being like, like what? What the hell? What the what? What? what's going on okay like he just has no idea and when he goes off in a huff because he's like yeah it's like damn it like this was the it was just about to get fun and yeah it, and he works yeah. off because i love the fact that he like pushes him away before he leaves and the yeah. guy's like oh and of course he comes swinging back and batman like grabs him and he's like, he's like all right scum bucket it's you <laughs> me and 30 stories and you know what i felt so stupid today why? First time watching the episode that when he says you, me, and 30 stories, I realized he meant, oh, 30 stories <laughs> high. Oh, yeah. Nice. I just, Aww. I'm like, wah, 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 wah. Oh, and you're like, oh, man, you're, you you felt bad for young child Scott. That's what yes, I Yes, I was like, no, I felt bad. I felt bad. How many times have I watched this episode? Oh, even, even as... <laughs> <laughs> it took me until today to oh, listen to that line go, oh, 30 store, oh, 30 stories. Uh, okay. Stories high. Yeah. Not yeah. Story, stories. Dang it. That's funny. I love that. Uh, and then, of course, um, so they're driving back to the Batcave. And basically, I mean, like, Bat- Batman's just going, nope, tonight I'm working alone. Sorry. Sorry, kid. I'm dropping you off. I got to go check something. 
without you. And he's not even telling. And that's what's funny, too. It's like, it's like, I mean, Batman's just so stern. I, I just love the fact that he's just telling him, nope, not I'm working alone. Just got to do it. Sorry. And it's amazing because they drive back to the Batcave. Yeah. As soon as he arrives, he hits the switch. He, he yeah. turns it around and then he drives right away. And it's yeah. like, dude, you just, just like dumped him off. And flat out just said, nope, you're not working. And so it's like that just adds to it. And, of course, uh, Robin is upset. And then we get Alfred in a robe. With a what? cravat, by the yes. way. I'm, I'm like, wow, <laughs> casual Alfred. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait, no, no coattails this time? Nothing? Oh, wow. Look no, at no, him. No, no. Give us a commercial break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's back. You know, oh, yeah, of he, course. No, if we get a commercial break. He's like, oh, they're home. Okay, let me go change out of my room, my cravat. <laughs> now we put on my, let me put on my white, my white tie and tails. And it's like, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and man, I mean, it's, and, and it's like, it's funny too. Cause you know, Alfred kind of goes, he tells him, he's like, you know, obviously Robin's just like throwing a fit. Like he always shuts me out, man. You know, treats me like a kid and all that I know, stuff. But I love the fact it sounded so nineties when he was like, oh, he yeah. shuts me out, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was, this was made for the nineties. One hundred percent, man. And but you know, Alfred tries to be like, "Hey, if there's a reason why he didn't want you, there, there's always going to be a good reason, you know." And of course, but of course, being you know, Dick being just the, the young, you know, wanting to just kick some ass, he's not going to understand. He's just, he's just, he's you know, he's just frustrated to all hell. But you know, and and then it's just it, it, what's great about this episode, and and you know, the structure of this episode, seeing all that, and then all of a sudden we're going to start going. We're going to start doing the flash flashing back, which is yep. great. And I just love the fact that what's up. But I love the way that it gets there because yes, he exactly. goes to the back computer. He types yeah. it in. I love that the Batman has it locked down this file. Like, like <laughs> yeah, you would you think, think would. that Batman was that concerned that he would put like a password lock on anything related to Zuko. To, to Zuko, yeah. Or any of his aliases. Which this guy has a front. Yeah, and that's and that's an in joke. Is all it? those all those aliases are uh, production crew members? Oh, uh, okay. I had a feeling I was like, there's going to be something significant about those names, and there you go, there you yeah, go. It's all people. It's all people who worked on the show. That's awesome. See, I love it when they do stuff like that. Because but yeah, you would funny think because Sid the Squid. Yeah, that comes back later. Why did Why did that sound familiar to me? That's the that's the schmuck from the man who killed batman oh okay i think that i mean there's that for some reason that name stuck out to me more than all the rest was well, because it, because okay. they, they probably use that name later exactly. for a future episode yeah man yeah. man that's yeah but, there you go but i love it. tony i love how even alfred's like tony. my lord like he knows who that is he like, knows who that is and then oh, robin of course goes finally and then yeah like, whoa, 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 yeah whoa. he's got that just like oh you know and, and then all of a sudden we get the uh, of course the flashback and we see uh the circus and the flying graysons and seeing you know just uh you know they do a good job of just um like i said the story the fact that he got so mad at batman and then all of a sudden the name comes up and then he realizes that and then it's like okay so now as you're watching you're like cool and then all of a sudden it's just like all right now it's time to go back to see what happened and uh and then we meet tony zuko of course who is like you know what exactly that was his profession i guess i don't, I don't even know like I, I, to I tony him. zuko yeah well no he was still running ext the, the thing is that he's his his mob his mob racket yeah. has always been extortion 
Yeah. Like, so basically, because he's going to to Mr. Haley. Yeah. And he and he's demanding protection money. Uh huh. And the whole idea was that you know he called it insurance. Exactly. So it's not. pay me, and nothing's yeah. going bad's going to happen because he says you wouldn't want to have a accident. accident. Yeah. 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 So we're which of, getting out of there. Yeah. Which of course we've got thomas wilson as the voice of i know oh tony, tony zuko. zuko i mean if you didn't if you didn't recognize that was biff <laughs> i don't know what to tell i remember as a kid i was like oh no, as a kid i was like that's biff yeah, that's biff tannon that's gotta be biff and sure enough uh, and you can just hear it you know oh yeah. funny thing i huh. heard it this time for the first time though because before we meet zuko we see the graysons practicing mm-hmm. thomas wilson is also the one line that john grayson has no shit oh yeah. i didn't know that oh man that's cool Man, there you go. See, I love it when they kind of do that too. Well, I mean, obviously they're already there. It's like, hey, just say that one line. We're good. All right, cool. Well, because John, because John and Mary each only get one line. Yeah. There's um, not and by much. the way, the one line that Mary says, mm. it's really funny who that is. Who's that? Diane Pershing, Poison Ivy. Oh, she's <laughs> she's the voice of Mary nice. Grayson. <laughs> um, and then also a cool, another little cool tidbit, uh, the voice of Mr. Haley. Is, is that he is a veteran um uh, voice actor by the name of ed gilbert ed gilbert okay it, he's one of those that you're like you're not going to know him mm. but if you go back and listen to some you know old school animation mm-hmm. you'll know his voice because oh. he was in the transformers movie okay he was the voice of blitzwing okay in gi joe he was the voice of colonel hawk mm. And then if you remember Tailspin? Yeah, I remember Tailspin. He was the voice of Baloo. Okay, so he's been around. Okay. He's been around. Like, look okay. up his IMDB, and it's like... He's had work. He's had work. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's also one of those voices that you're like... There's something about it I that know, sounds... I know, I, know that, I know that voice. But yeah. yeah, he's the voice of Mr. Haley. And then also, when the foreman walks by, it's like, okay, you guys, get these riggings up. You know, when we yeah. see Zuko cutting the line cutting the line he's also the voice of the foreman okay makes sense (laughs) but yeah so uh you know so so zuko is getting you know you know basically thrown out and of course he runs into to dick little the little guy and falls down and get out of my way and and then of course i love that there's like that elephant i mean the whole group and the whole group you got this elephant that's like oh i mean for some reason when like especially when he says goodbye it's just like, oh, the elephant. This elephant's awesome. <laughs> it's like he and like a callback. And there's a callback, I feel like, to that. Because um, you, you, in season three, there's an episode with Nightwing where he returns to Haley's circus. And I feel like there's oh, a callback be, to that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, uh, I love that. When like that elephant like helps him up and everything. And, you know, so obviously, you know, at, with this flashback, Dick knows this man's face. And that's yes. why, like, like when the night of the circus, when he sees him, I mean, it's funny, too, because Zuko, it's like, dude, be a little bit more, like, slick, man. You're just, like, darting through, like, the hallway where all the talent is. I mean, like, he I literally, know, like, right. it's like, just like, man, this guy is not, I mean, but we know that he's just a piece of shit, you know? He's a nephew I think that's what's so important, though, is it's established he's young, he's brash, he's not, he's not, he's not cool and collected. He's very impulsive. Exactly, and he's just, 
Uh, he just, just, he's, he just, he, he thinks he doesn't think about anything. He's just like flies by the seat of his pants. Like, look, I mean, it, when you watch this episode and watch, like, especially you know, uh, when it comes to these, when, when it comes to the flashback, um, just yeah, just everything that he does. And uh, but of course, yeah, we get to that 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 night at the circus where um, the Graysons are uh, going to meet their demise. And I love the fact that when they Bruce Wayne is there, young Bruce Wayne, and. <laughs> Spill his popcorn. Spill his oh drink. man, he totally like like he totally Christopher Reeves like <laughs> you know stumbling and just like you know he says hi, knocks over his popcorn and then up and then his drink falls and it's like oh Bruce still wearing the same brown suit though <laughs> of course <laughs> still got still got the no matter what I mean so one of the but things he, I wanted like what okay, we were trying to, I was gonna say like so now we're flashing back how, we was okay so so present day Dick is probably what. 1920 1920 like i yeah. feel like a sophomore like a, a sophomore or a junior in college because yeah. we've talked about like how long has batman been batman so i mean obviously this is like uh i would say that i mean what, do, what would you say prior to him meeting dick how long would you say he's been doing batman probably like it's just like year two three i would say in the two to three range yeah. and, and that even fits with the comics that you know usually yeah. When you do these stories, I mean, technically post-crisis, they put it at year three. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, but, but, you know, whether they follow that in the show or not. But, yeah, I would say three years is a okay. good. And you would say, like, how old do you say Dick is actually? Like, is he nine? Nine, yeah. So we're talking about, so then Batman's probably, you know, he's been at it in this, you know, probably about what? Well, good, like 12, 13 years, maybe, I guess. I think say. that's, yeah. I think that's very fair. Yeah. Yes. So that's just one of the things that I've always like thought about. It's like how long, I mean, I think we've even talked about like how long has he been Batman when it comes to present day, but then again, things are all over the place when it comes to these episodes. But I mean, I think like an episode like this, you really start to gauge uh, a timeline because obviously, I mean, when we see Batman, uh, you know, his costume is, you know, it's a little Slightly bit different. different. I, li yeah, I he's like still, it. I do too. You know, I mean, he's still got the, the normal cape and cow and stuff like that, the but he's got the, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And then of no. course he's got, he doesn't have the oval, oval. He has, like the full bat. Yeah. And, and then his the, belt has pouches. Yes. Pouches. Yes. It's not the, uh, higher quality utility belt. So it's kind of, I, I like that. It's kind of cool. That uh, they, also a couple other things. Uh, his yeah. gloves don't have uh -huh. the little. I don't have the. Uh, I They're just gloves. That. Oh wow! I didn't also, know that. It, I might be crazy, but the blue yeah. is a slightly different blue. I think it is. I think it is because there's like, especially there's a point where where Zuko is like, you know, gonna try to run him over with his car, and there's like a shot of him where he's like, he sees like the the headlights, and you really see. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a different shade of blue. I think it's a little. You think it's like a little more bluier because it's I now bluier. It's, yes, it's, it's, it, it, <laughs> that's a good know, name. It's a more, good <laughs> well, it's more on the blue yeah. and less on the black. I mean, one thing is that man when he's in black, it's yeah. it's. I mean, it's he black. melts into the shadows in this yeah. in this episode, but it definitely when you see the blue, it's not as dark of a blue. It really pops a little bit yeah. more. It feels so, like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. but yeah, but I also like that when he's Bruce, his hair feels like it's yeah. just a little bit like shorter. Yeah, it makes it. They did a really good job of making him just slightly younger. 
Yes, they did. They, it, it is funny because when you see him, you kind of go like, yeah, he's maybe he's they made him even a little bit slender. You know, a little, yes. not, yeah, he's not, he's not. I mean, like his, his the face, I mean, the, the jawline It's just a little bit. It, it's like they went, all right, let's just condense it a little bit, you know, because this is like a like like we determined it's like a this is like a third year Batman. So obviously he's not going to be as huge. So they just did a little bit. It's good enough to make it go. Yeah, he does look like a younger Bruce. And, you know. Kind of, it could be hard to do that with animation, um, but yeah. Spectrum, so, but if anyone can do it, Spectrum, Spectrum, can, <laughs> Spectrum can do it. They could yes. definitely do it. But yeah, so yeah, so Zuko, of course, is um, he uh, cuts just cuts just a little bit of the line, and uh, and then of course he walks out and he just walks. He just like smashes he right, walks through, right through the Graysons. I mean, yeah, right through the Graysons, and then of course Dick is like, oh, that's the guy, you know. And then, but of course, like his mom's like, no, no, we got to just the show must go on we got to do this thing so um so yeah of course the we all know what happens and i love the fact i love how they shoot it too by the way oh god uh, the uh, suspense that yeah. builds when when you're just watching the wire ju- just yeah fray yeah. just a little bit uh-huh. now it's really interesting uh i love the way the death is portrayed in this episode yeah. in the script it was described that we were going to see the graysons fall broadcast standards and practices would not let <laughs> not them show that show so they had to be crafty they had to be basically you just see like the, the rope swing or you see them swing and, and you see their shadow it's their, you see their shadow you see that and then that goes off the frame and then all of a sudden you just with with shirley walker's awesome score boom, and then all of a sudden you just see the the broken and then everybody <gasps> you know kind of thing like that and it's just like Wow. And even you know? Bruce Tim says this was a clever like this was one of the times they were glad like they because Tim will say sometimes broadcast standards and practices when they wouldn't let them do something. Mm-hmm. It it pushed them to do something even better. And I have yeah. to agree. I think the way they they almost impressionistically depicted the fact that the Grayson's died. This this hits. Yeah, it hits hard. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it all like came together quite nicely. And, you know, even thinking about that and thinking about the new animated series that's coming out where they're basically not going to have those restrictions. Oh, my God. <laughs> and oh, by the way, by we, the way, Brew Baker, Ruby. Yeah, we got it. we got a, a new writer that's going to be joining on there. And yes, it's uh, somebody that's known within all of this. And we still got that shot, of course, the. A uh, full-on shot of Batman, the way it looks and everything, and I'm like, "Hey, that's that oh, old style." That is just be- yeah, the beautiful. I mean, it's so old and nori. I'm like, "Hey, he's got like the. He, it's not just the undies. It's like boxers. It's boxers. <laughs> and, and he's got the gloves that like yeah. have claws on claws them. On them. And, Jeez, the, and, and, and we've got like we got long ears, like he eventually yeah. gets in Justice League. Yeah, and, oh. be great. yeah, I know. It just yeah. So that little uh, bit of information come out, but yeah, just the fact that they're not going to have those restrictions with this one. So I'm like oh man yeah yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be great so but yeah so we have that and then obviously then we get a young gordon who has brown red hair, hair. <laughs> oh is it red i was like red oh, no, brown. I, it's brown or red i i yeah. was gordon is supposed to have red hair yeah i guess so yeah it's like a brownish red it's not like full-on ginger you know like no, a orange, no, no, no. You know? but it's like you know, a barbara's got to get it from somewhere of course, yeah, that makes sense. And then we get a young Bullock who's got the <laughs> uniform on. Whoa. Oh, he's a beat cop. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So we get that young Bullock and that young Gordon. And then, and then this is—it's pretty cool because like Bruce is still there, and he's just like, 
what's going to happen with the boy? You know, he's just obviously this is a soft spot for Bruce. I mean, this is what this was always like the thing when it came to uh, taking in um, taking in Mr. Grayson. And um, yeah, but I just love like he's just like what's going to happen to the boy? And then, you know, Gordon saying like, well, the, you know, the circus would like to keep him this, that and this. But obviously he knows who did this. So Gordon is going yeah, he's like, you know what? I got to put him in a safe house. I mean, what the hell? And then, but then Bruce is like, well, well, I got a house, pretty damn safe, you know. So he takes him in, and uh, yeah, I mean, it just it, I just like Bruce, just like the concern on like what's going to happen with the kid, what's going to happen with the kid, you know? Which is oh, which one again is one of the strong points about Batman when he's worried yeah. about the children. Exactly. Oh yeah, which is a common theme when it comes to. Uh, to all this and then yeah we get the uh the goodbye of the he says goodbye oh to he even hugs the elephant i know it's like ugh. and then gives that last look and they're all waving and it's just like oh man yeah it's uh yeah kind of he pulls out the heartstrings a little bit he does and then he gets the wayne manor and i love the way they drew wayne manor it's like the yeah. pov perspective of what does Wayne Manor look like to a nine-year-old? Yeah, I know, and it's like it, and it's like just it, it, it might as well look like a castle. I mean, yes, it's a castle. I mean, Jesus, yeah, you see that, and then of course, you know, welcoming, um, you know, Bruce welcomes him in there, um, ha- gives him his old bedroom when he was a kid, you know, which has a of course the big portrait of uh, Thomas and uh, Martha, which oh, comes. Way, the, the, there's a yeah. mural also off to the right. There's Robin Hood. Is it? Oh, I didn't even yes. notice. Oh, yeah. wow. There's a rock. When, when you have the big wide shot of, of Dick like falling into bed crying, yeah. look on the right and there's a Robin Hood mural oh, across wow. the wall. I did not even notice that. Damn. Wow. Well, that's cool. I'll have to like rewind it and see that. I'm going to check that out. Um, But yeah, so um is this and then i think we cut back to present day right we do cut back to present day because what i do like about the way this episode is written is that everything we just saw that flashback was from dick's perspective dick's memory that's right everything we see is something that dick would have remembered yeah because then we have to cut to the present day so that we can then get Batman, yeah, Batman's perspective because he's because yeah. I love it. I was driving in the Batmobile and you're hearing some uh, some dialogue that we just heard. Yeah. It's like he threatened Mr. Haley. Like, <laughs> it was yeah. Zuko. And he goes Zuko. Zuko, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, no, but I like, yeah, no, but I like the fact that I mean, like, even like like Robin is just full on like he's all I've been looking, I've been wanting this guy for like half my life, and it's like, yeah. Like, I mean, can you imagine like that name, hearing that name and knowing it's just like and then realizing that uh, what, you know, what Batman was essentially doing because he knows like, oh, you're, you're too close to this. You're too. But he's just but he doesn't care. He's like, no, you have to give me Zuko. Come on. You cannot be doing this right now. But, yeah, I like what you said, too, is like you get now we get Batman's perspective on more of this story. Right. Because we can't because Robin wouldn't remember yeah. this stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Only Batman would remember this stuff, yeah. and so I love it how we you know we get that. Where you know he he goes out to undercover. that undercover. Why wasn't he matches? I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Why That's wasn't kinda, he matches yeah. Malone? Yeah, I'm, my name is Smith. Smith. And again with the with the I don't know I guess the fake fucking five o'clock, five o'clock shadow. And... <laughs> I, I I think I think that was an animation thing because it's like you know. 
just to make him look a little bit more like uh you know like somebody well, he, he's got the gray hair too yeah, just like he yeah. did in the in the forgotten Rotten, it's yeah. like he's, he's got that thing and of course they're playing back alley craps <laughs> it's, i know and then of course you got the one guy is like yeah you know you seem to be like uh i forgot what the guy said but you know obviously the one guy suspects like why are you asking all these questions about Zuko, is it Detective you know? smith yeah or maybe sergeant <laughs> yeah she named sergeant that's right and then of course we you know bruce just like kicks her asses and then it's funny too because one of the guys is grabbing him the pot like, yeah you know, yeah <laughs> it starts to open up his shirt so you see the bat logo like <laughs> like opening up and then all of a sudden he just gets into and then we get that famous silhouette with the eyes and oh he my starts, god and he cracks Ugh. his knuckles oh, oh so good that is so like the, that is like the best frame of yeah oh you done fucked up yeah exactly <laughs> pretty much right there i'm like oh yeah that's right it was this episode that had that because you could type that into twitter you could type in batman the anime you, you'll you'll get that gif like you know popping up because it's just yeah it just looks really really cool and then we find out that uh you know we get a returning character Mr. Stromwell. I know. Younger. Yeah. He's got, he's, Younger. He's got black in his hair. Uh, and, and he's the uncle to Zuko. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I love how he's like, he's, he's in his robe. He's reading yeah. his paper. I love how when Batman, like he goes to close the thing and Batman shows up, he's like, you got a warrant. <laughs> like, like, I, love how, <laughs> I love how like nonplussed Stromwell yeah. is about Batman showing up at his place. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's a it's a good scene too because man, Batman, he's like he gets like uh you know he gets pretty angry with uh, Stromwell right here and he goes even it says like you know you know if uh if you you know because he's trying to like get him and he, and then of course we see Zuko he's like outside the door and of course gets like a little scared but yeah he goes if you uh if you uh if you're going to protect him I, I will be grumpy super grumpy you know and he gets like in his face and then leaves like a little you know a little bug or whatever the heck you want yeah yeah which yeah. blinks of course as, as yeah and everything <laughs> blinks and makes a noise you have it's aesthetically you have to <laughs> you wouldn't I'd be grumpy. grumpy. You yeah. wouldn't want to see me when I'm grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. God. Batman. He just melts one. into the black. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. And then, of course, the other part I love, I've always loved, Zuko bitch slapping, uh, Stromwell bitch slapping Zuko. With paper. With paper. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's all pissed off. Like, what the hell are you doing? You know, and he just starts smacking him, just starts smacking him. And then, of course, you know, at first it was just, uh, you know, Zuko was just like, hey, you know, whatever. And then he's just smacking him, smacking him and just telling him, like, what the hell are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, because it's like, Batman here. yeah, exactly. And then, of course, Batman is still out there. He's just listening to everything out there. And then, of course, you got the security goons that are all out there so naturally we're gonna see all that and so of course they hear gunfire and then zuko starts freaking out because he's still here and uh You're so we get all here. the yeah i know <laughs> and then of course you know he tries to run him down with his car which i just always love that shot because i remember i don't know why there was like a i think there was like promos that always had yes that shot. there was promos yeah yes. where he always had that shot and it's just it was it's just always like a cool shot i don't know why like it just because like i said we you, you see that blue and you see him just like you know I don't know, caught you know, literally, in the headlights. Yeah, literally a deer in the headlights kind of situation. But then, you know, it's Batman. And so naturally, he just leaps on top of the car. Yeah. Oh, cool thing that I did not realize until I was listening to the commentary. That fight scene has no score. 
That's true. You're absolutely right. Correct. It's like that one uh, chase sequence in that one episode where just no score, just strictly sound effects and everything like that. So, no, it's always cool when they do that. I love that. It's really cool, especially when you had like, yeah, the, the Tommy gun fire yeah. and then the car sounds. And I then, mean, and, and even when Zuko gets away and he smashes through the gate, I love it. Yeah. I was. I was so close, Alfred. I could smell his sweat. Yeah, I know he says that. And he's back. And that's when we get a good look at the the pre, you know, Batman the animated suit where we get like like I said, the pouches and the full bat and everything like that. We could we get a better look at uh the suit right there. Because mainly like what we've been seeing is just mainly Batman in the shadows, silhouette and stuff like that. We didn't really get a good look at this type of suit, and we're like, you know, the the subtle changes that are that you know that we were talking about uh, yeah. earlier except for the except for the weird thing where there's a belt underneath his yes. belt yes i noticed that too what the fuck like like he takes it off and then he's at the computer and there's still like a yellow a yellow band around I'm like, I'm like uh the animators might have got a little i don't know maybe they're still using some kind of template still and it's just like they're like uh maybe no i don't know i always kind of wonder about those little foul ups in the uh in the animation we just talked about like sometimes when the logo has been like reversed first like yeah that, it's like you kind of wonder like what exactly happened right there you know yeah but yeah i, I love, noticed that I too love that old belt though i love the pouches yeah. i love the giant buckle that he's yeah. like i've always been a fan of like the big the big utility belt i mean when it came to like keaton's bat uh belt it was like it just was like a standard little belt you know and of course like the grappling hook gun just like kind of came and did their did its thing but uh and then when it came to uh even bale his belt was not like really you know it just was more like eh, it's a belt but, it's got yeah, but they were still like compart at least yeah, there's compartments. there was compartments yeah. you know there's I, compartments I, I, and then it even showed like when he would like wrap around like the the rope right here to like pull himself up where he could do his uh, awesome little you know wing spread and everything like that but but what was great about batflex is the fact that he had those like, it was like it looked like a utility belt where it had like the big compartments as opposed to like smaller ones i guess you yeah, could say, the one, yeah the only thing about it when bat like had it was we never got to see him actually like do anything right do anything with it like yeah, like, yeah. that's what i always loved about what i like about the idea of the belt with pouches i always like seeing him like re like uh -huh. reach into it to like get something out of it uh tim and radomsky specifically credited uh mazicelli's design from year one for giving mm -hmm. him the pouches and later on in season three they go back to the pouches yeah they go back to the pouches in the big bat too the, yeah the they do with no bat. oval yeah 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 uh which i you know what you know i mean a lot of people go back and forth i mean i like i mean i like both i like the oval i like but i i don't know i'm 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 i like the full bat to be honest i i'm you know i know there's team yellow oval I'm yeah kind of team no <laughs> oval yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But, but but give me but give me big pouches on this belt. Yes. Let me believe you can actually carry things around in that thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, yeah, give me that. But yeah, you can go. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with uh, the oval, obviously, obviously. But but yeah, I think I prefer like the the more the full bat. So I'm actually glad. Like when it came to uh that season when they actually full-on went there i was like all right that's cool i like that better you know obviously i mean one of my favorite logos the fucking you know the jim lee full bat is like you know one of the oh that's grades. that's yeah. that's gorgeous i also yeah. like capullo's for the new mm -hmm. 52 i okay. like that one yeah a lot but when you go oval though for me it's like ooh, like neil adams give yeah. me, like if we're gonna go blue gray with the oval give me some like damn good like neil adams batman because that's yeah. 70s era batman was like 
like I'll be honest, that was the design comic wise I grew up on. Was, oh yeah, oh yeah, was, me too. Was that? Yeah, yeah. Was that? Yeah. But when it comes to live action, and they've done different things to him, and obviously when they showed Batflex, that was like everybody was like, sweet. I mean, I mean, obviously they pulled straight from you know dark. It was Frank Miller, and it was like, yeah, you gotta the fat bat as we the call fat it. bat, yeah, yeah, the fat bat, which is great. Um, and you know, uh, when it. Obviously, and this I'm, bat is very close to that. Like, yeah, it's, bat, it's pretty close to a fat bat. Yeah, yeah, it's very close. But it's actually closer to the Frank Miller bat you get in the last half of Dark Knight Returns True. than even Batfleck did. Like the way yeah. it kind of goes, like the ears, and then it kind of swoops, and then it's do do do, which is much closer to the Frank Miller one. But once again, I I like that. And I also like how it's not a radically different costume. No. Like they didn't go like purple gloves or you know like <laughs> like that. Yeah. But it was but it was these subtle like give him a different belt, give him longer ears, get where the oval. But once again, just subtle little reminders of we're at a different point in his career. Mm-hmm. So I obviously things evolve, which is good. Um. So um. Yeah, I wrote that pre-bat suit. I was like full bat utility, yeah, pouch utility belt. Love it. Uh, and then, of course, um, when it, the, and, and again, going with the structure of the story, we got Dick's um, uh, perspective of it. Now we're getting Bruce's because, you know, and then Alfred's like right in the middle where he's just like, hey, there's a young boy up there that's like, because obviously he has to go on these meetings, right? And there's yes. like that scene at the dinner table where it's like, where Bruce is telling me, you know, he's, he's always going on these meetings and then, you know, and <clears throat> Bruce just finally realizes, like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, I, I took this kid in. I can't just, like, neglect him at all or anything like that, so. <laughs> oh, that scene between Bruce and Dick in the bedroom, it's oh, just okay. like. Okay, that's, that's what I wanted to. Oh, show. yeah, oh, yep. yeah. I love uh-huh. it how this one, we go for the emotional playback yeah. scene. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, I, I wanted, because um, I love, I mean, obviously, he. He uh, goes into the room and uh, he goes, hey, I got tickets for the opener for the Gotham Knights box seats, you know, and then, you know, Dick's like fantastic. You know, he's like cool, but he's just he's just full of guilt. He's full of sadness. There's so much there. Grief, and they have all that thing. Yeah. And, and what I love about how this ends is the fact that Bruce, you know, he finally I mean, Dick has no idea about Bruce's parents. And so we get now. So now Bruce is going to tell him like, yeah, I know how you feel, kid. I lost my parents, too, because and I know how it feels to want to go back. Well, if if only I could have done something or done more or whatever the hell. And then I love the fact that it then it transitions back to present day. And, you know, you see this emotional scene and then you see Robin just on. Nope. He ain't going to shut me out of this one, motherfucker. I'm going to get on the bike and I'm going to track where he wherever he's going, because this guy is mine. You know, so that's the scene like uh, I think it's just man, it really just pulls out the heartstrings and then it just has that nice little transition to present day. And I was like, all right. And then, of course, it's pretty much what ends. to be continued. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Right. So here we go. I know it must be very difficult. If only I could have stopped him. I saw him coming out of the tent. Yeah. And this kid is like, yeah. is bringing his A game. Totally. Totally. Done something differently. Then he just walks right over casually to the portrait. to the portrait. Yeah. But there isn't anything you could have done. Yeah. There isn't anything either of, either us, of us could have done. done. Yeah. Ah, the connection. And then that music swell. Oh. Yes. Does the hurt ever go away? This right here too. I wish I could say this. 
I wish I could say yes. But it will get better in time. For you. For you. That oh, for you. I, I love that. There's a difference. Between they, but we get that emotional scene, and then we go right to a Sorry, different Ryan. kind of emotional scene. Like a scene. smash cut. I yeah. Call yeah. I call the shots. <laughs> there it is. That's where he says half my life. He's not going to ace me out. And he breaks the freaking <laughs> walkie-talkie. Yeah. This time, I'm Alfred. <laughs> Maybe never Maybe again. Never again. Oh. And as a kid, I was yeah. like, oh. Yep, it just takes right off, and then you see a shot of Alfred just like, oh boy. Oh, shaking his head. Uh, dun, dun, dun. God, so freaking good. So good. Just a smash cut from just one emotional scene to another of uh these two characters and i mean i mean it's just it's just so it's just really good this is why it's top five. Oh yeah it's yeah. really it, it's just it, it, like i said as a 10 year old watching this episode uh because i i did get to catch this on a sunday night and that ending was like like i was afraid something was going like i didn't know what was gonna happen with part two like i was yeah. afraid this was gonna be like the end of of Batman and Robin like this this <laughs> this feels like the this feels like one of those moments that would have been like now I'm going to leave and become Nightwing yeah you know? right it kind of almost because it the way that he goes maybe never again like whoa man like he I mean this is he is just going through all kinds of emotions when it comes to this I mean he's just I mean he's flat out and I'm just I, I and it's funny too because the only thing I'm like when I'm thinking about the part two, I was like, I know when like he, when he shows up and he just basically just comes in on the bike and then he just skids on that that pier or whatever the hell. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a little bit since I've seen part two, but yeah, part one really, again, like we were talking about, it's stronger, way stronger. Yeah. The, the, the just the structure of this whole story, the two different perspectives on the origin story. The animation. The animation so great. I mean, there's just a lot in here with the old style, older style uh, bat suit. It's just just everything. The only thing, uh, and then of course, I mean, there's the I, I, there's another part, of course, in part two that I remember specifically when Bruce is just like, "Oh yeah, I guess what I'm Batman." Hey, <laughs> take off the mask, and then Alfred. Yeah, yeah, yeah look at that. <laughs> it was always like a cool little scene, you know, which we'll talk about, of course, next week. But man, this first part just yeah watching it again and just you know really just putting the jeweler's loop up to it except for i didn't see the robin hood mirror i'll have to go back and see but uh yeah it's just uh yeah easily top five. Oh, it's so good it's yeah. it's just so good and funny okay i have to i have to share this little tidbit i found out so randy okay. rogel the guy who okay. wrote the this two-parter yeah wrote two-face was a writer on animaniacs nice and he wrote most of the Broadway style songs that you heard on anime. Oh, no shit. Wow. Yes. He's a musician too. So the guy Makes writes sense. these highly emotional episodes for Batman and then also wrote those incredibly witty, silly songs over on Animaniacs. That's cool. Talented dude right there. Cause those were, those were awesome. Those were amazing watching those yeah i mean there you go that's cool i love it so anything else you want to add to this uh, episode i will just say that I, I know that for most of us we consider part two a letdown after part one <laughs> yeah let's just say bruce tim and eric Radomsky feel the same way 
That's I mean, that's what's so funny about it, too. And I, I and I'll have to like eventually get uh, where I can get all the commentary about like a lot of this stuff um, just because it's yeah, you, you you love hearing that stuff because they share the same thing. It's like, yeah, part two, you know, but part one. So strong, so strong, so good. I mean, even, I would even say, I mean, it's the same thing with even, you know, um, uh, the Clayface origin uh, feet of clay. Like, like, it's just. Yeah, the first episode's like, whoa, and then the second no, one's no, like, No, Clayface ah. is the one where part two was better than part wait, one. Wait, wait, that was reverse, right? It was reverse. Oh, yeah, because, because Two-Face yeah. was the one that was like, part one, I got him mixed up. No, part I got him mixed up. Part two, yeah, because, because you know, obviously it had to lead up to, yeah, I got him mixed up. Sorry about that. Um, no, but, um, yeah, it, it's just, you know, what can you do? <laughs> What can you do? It's it's fine. I mean, it's uh, when you have like so much that's happening in this story, like I said, with the different perspectives and just showing all that and uh, um, and then introducing the Zuko character and everything. I mean, yeah, there's just a lot to unpack with there. And the fact that they could fit, they fit all that in like 22 minutes. I, what I was thinking, too, I was like, man, there could be like a whole movie, just a whole Robin movie origin story. I was even thinking about that. I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if like somebody just decided, hey. Can we just do something like? I mean, there's been other attempts at obviously Batman Forever, and which of course, you know, tweaked it big time because I mean, I always loved that 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 first franchise was like, eh, you know, we're not gonna have Joe Chill, we're not gonna have Zuko, we're gonna have Joker and Two Face, you know. Well, it was Robin like, was supposed to be in the first Tim Burton Batman movie. That's true, that's true. Because you listen to Sam Ham and. Mm -hmm the Graysons were supposed to die in the act three finale while Batman's That's chasing right. Joker around. That's right. I remember that. That was like, uh, they had like concept art too of all that stuff. He was riding like, a well, horse too. Yeah. There was something about him riding a horse. Yeah. Another thing where it's just like, you want to just, <laughs> you want to just, uh, talk to these people and be like, so what was like the steps of getting to eventually where you got, you know, kind of thing. Like what, what were the ideas that were being thrown around when it came to this? I mean, obviously we have Titans, which shows a lot of that stuff, you know, but I'm just saying like, I don't know to me to have like a full on Robin, like origin story movies type movie. There was actually, someone did a fan film a long time ago. It was called Grayson. I don't know if you ever caught it. I never when did. There was, like, I mean, there was like fan films or people who like put some actual budget into some of this stuff. Oh, like that uh, Batman Predator Dead movie? End. Yes, Batman oh. Dead End. This is very much in the vein of that. If I find, I'll, I'll look for it right now. It was called Grayson. It was, it's very interesting and it was very, it very much felt like Batman Dead End. Maybe not as big of a budget or anything like that, but I remember. I think it was uh, we, you know, me and some buddies went to a collectibles show on a Saturday and we got a, like a DVD of like Batman Dead End and, and this uh, and this um, uh, movie called Grayson. And I'll have to try to find it. But, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, but Robin, I mean, that's I mean, just I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, there's so much to unpack right here. If they, someone just took. It just went full, full on with this story. I think, you know, I think it'd be something pretty awesome. You know, it would be really cool is that they, that you could also really do a good movie if you like, kind of like did a, a sort of a retrospective. Like yeah. you could even do like the whole, like they, they went Batman and Robin break up and then he becomes Nightwing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, I, I There's that again, when we get to season three and we get that episode old wounds, which, you know, when the, when when Nightwing tells the younger Robin about how it all fell apart, like mm -hmm. that would yeah. that would be kind of a cool story to kind of string together. Yeah, 
this is the whole relationship with these two. I mean, yeah, it would be, you know, I mean, they've done a, even like, you know, Schumacher, the Schumacher ones, but you, he did a good job of like, uh, you know, the dynamic between both of them and like the tension that would be, you know, in between, <laughs> between them. But uh, yeah, you know, it was a little campier. It was a little 66 Batman. For sure, yeah, but they put him in the Nightwing suit by Batman and Robin, by the way. That's what's so funny about that is like the fact that they decided to go kind of they're like, Yeah, but it's it's a red, it's red, and it's supposed to be like and it's he's wearing a, a cape. Yeah, I know, I know. It was like it was just kind of funny how that choice when it came to but I liked it. I actually kind of liked that. I liked that it was like a it was like a mix of a nightwing and a robin costume together. I actually do dig that that Robin, that Batman and Robin Robin costume. I'm not gonna lie. I actually kind of like I like the forever, like the forever costume. Yeah, like, the forever costume, full on great. Yeah, that's oh, it's better. Great. Yeah, because I mean, it's the classic Robin costume, but of course, well, it's full a little on. bit, but like a little bit of yeah. Tim Drake's, like the 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 nineties Tim Drake Robin. Well, they outfit. they had to realize when like when you when you're making a Robin costume, it's like, uh, is he gonna have the little boy shorts, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and like, the pixie boots? Yeah, exactly. It's like eh, I don't know if we're gonna have all that. So I think it, it got to. You know, anytime they, they try to adapt this stuff into live action, I mean, this is why when modern day, I mean, even even when Zach was trying to uh, figure out how to make, you know, what, what they're going to do with the uh, Superman costume, he said he wanted the undies at one point. But I, ju- I think it just when they went through the different concept arts and uh, when, when Wilkinson, you know, designing it all, it just got to a point where like we got to lose the undies. We just can't do it. You know, it's, the undies are just not a thing anymore. You know, that just looks aesthetically good i guess you could say in live action so i'm kind of wondering what i mean obviously we saw the robin costume in bvs mm-hmm. i'm kind of curious because that has the shorts and the boots so i'm like you know it is interesting that the fact that they didn't have like actual pants on them you know when it came to when it came to Zack snyder's robin i guess you could say yeah and i and you know and i go back to titans as much as titans for me has been diminishing returns <laughs> that Robin costume that they had in the first season. Oh, it was that good. Was, that it was, was good. That was good. That was no, really was... good. Oh, okay. Look at that. Even uh, Mama Film Junkie, she found the link to Grayson. <gasps> yeah. I'll try to send, mom send that to me. Text message, please. And then I'll send it to Scott. Or or you could just send it to just send it through Twitter. Mom, just Tag, uh, me. tag both of us tag that link to both of us because i can't really i can't copy and paste it from right here right now well i could probably do it with the actual thing but anyways yeah we'll get it to you yeah just tag us on twitter and uh and then even i can i'll post it too if anybody wants to see it because i remember that little fan film i, I don't know if it was like a full-on film or it was like a big it was like a trailer type thing or something right like that. yeah i get what you're talking it about, might be yeah. it might be it might be just a trailer like a big like trailer that somebody made but it's pretty cool but anyways so there you go guys there's robin's reckoning of course next week we'll be talking about part two of this and uh i think we're kind of should we just keep this on sundays <laughs> i'm thinking you know yeah. and i'll be honest seven pacific is a good time on a sunday okay, seven okay so i i think uh you know because saturdays are you know sometimes we're just there's just it's saturday you know, mm-hmm. birthday parties. And that's what I was at last night. I had one of my good friend's birthdays. So obviously, so I think uh, the new, the, this is going to be now the better time because Sunday nights, I'm usually not doing anything. I mean, I have 
of course, dinner with my mom. But, you know, I'm always showing up at like 430 or whatever the heck. So by the time, you know, we eat and stuff like that and just hang out for a bit, you know, I'm, I'm out of there by 630. And so, yeah, I think this is going to be the new time, folks. Batman, the Phantomated Stream, Sundays at 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I guess you could say. All right. I think all right. We'll, all right, we'll do that. So, all right, uh, next week, yeah, like I said, part two. So make sure you guys check that out. And Scott, go ahead, go ahead and send us off. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. This week, we will be talking about the anime um, classic of uh, <laughs> Batman Gotham Knight. I'm going to admit, I've not seen this movie since 2008. So this rewatch is going to be really interesting. Gotham Knight. Ooh. I know. And of course, Who's we're on here. Who's in the voice that time? It's Conroy. It is Conroy, right? It okay, is Conroy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then, of course, we're on Vero Facebook, YouTube with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. I do once again want to remind everyone that I did appear in the first episode of Collector Spotlight over on the Wonder Meg YouTube channel. So please go check that out. It was a nice, it's almost tough. hour-long conversation. If you just want to hear the story about how I have all the crap I have, <laughs> it was a fun conversation. She, she she told me she had a like 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 you like she I don't know how much she edited down but you guys did have a long conversation because there's just so much to talk about when it comes to that stuff so it's good stuff yeah go check that out guys and yes Eric we 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 got the pun of the Robin Hood mural which has got Robin in it we get we got that <laughs> so that a couple times we got it man don't worry. But uh, yeah, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Uh, uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you want to become a member. Do all that. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm streaming and posting videos. And then, of course, the Patreon's down there. The Film Junkie Closet, if you want to get yourself a uh, Batman the Fanimated Stream shirt, that is down there in the closet. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you guys next week for Robin's Reckoning Part Two. Talk to you later.